say that tonight's games, if you take a look at Burkina Faso, they're up against Gabon at 6 and Nigeria up against Tunisia at uh, 2100 hours. So we're zooming in, especially as we have yesterday on Nigeria and taking a look, tracking to see... Um, is it all the way for them? All the way till they have their hands on that cup as kings of the African continent because it is the 33rd edition of AFCON. And I mean, there are three teams also winning people's hearts with their fighting spirit, which is Comoros, Gabon and Gambia. And Gambia qualified for the first time in the Africa Cup of Nations as they advanced to the last 16 of AFCON with uh, two victories and a draw, I believe. And their physical conditioning coach is Rodolfo. Bardeen, as he now joins us on the line to share with us how it is that the success was reached. Rideau, good to chat to you and a warm welcome to The Touchline. Hi, uh, yeah, thanks a lot, Romy, and uh, yeah, it's good to be here. It's good to have you. Um, AFCON, if I say AFCON, what comes to mind? What memory? Um, I think, you know, um, you know, working with the uh, with a national team like Gambia uh, and being the lowest ranked team coming into the to the competition, um, it's, it's something that was really, really fantastic uh, for me and something that uh, you'll you'll never forget. Mm. I've been to uh, to two Afcons before with uh, the national team of Botswana and and Togo. Right. This one was was definitely been uh, very, very special at the moment. 2011, 2017, and now in the 2021 edition, are these experiences, teams, people, vastly different from each other? Because I'm thinking it's coaches, it's top athletes, and so how could they differ? Yeah, look, um, it's extremely uh, different, uh, especially the the environment. Um, You know, when I was working with the Togolese national team, you know, we worked with with massive players uh, like Emmanuel Adebayo who was mm-hmm. playing for for Real Madrid and Manchester City, etc. So, and then coming into a, a football environment like Gambia, where where their players are not really known, but um, the, the 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 how can I say the the achievements that they have achieved is absolutely amazing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I said, I'm I'm really excited about it. It is exciting. And I mean, it must be also exciting when you get that phone call, when the phone rings and you relied on, you know, your expertise is needed within the setup. Because I don't think that everything is an island, you know, everything kind of uh, gels together nicely. If it's from a performance uh, analyst point of view to fitness, to coaching, to absolutely everything. So take me through that. um, And how is it that you're a part of teams at such huge competitions always? Yeah, look, I was very, very lucky and, and obviously blessed to have uh, to have worked with, with top coaches, uh, etc. So um, I've worked with Coach Tom Sensi, who is the head coach of uh, Gambia at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked with him at Three Stage Stars, and um, when I got the call to to join him at Togo and to join him now at Gambia, for me, I, I couldn't I couldn't resist. You know, it's it's a person that uh, knows African football, that knows the structures, etc. So it was. It made it made our job really easy. And um, you know, Gambia is not a, a massive country with 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 uh, you know massive structures, for Correct. example. But we we did it. Uh, we did things our way. We 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 did the analysis ourselves. We had to do the conditioning yourself, um, and basically working in relation with with the coach. And um, and that's why I say the the achievements with working with such a small nation 
and um, and achieving the the result that they did was something really really fantastic. How, I guess, how do you do it? Is is basically my question flat out because if it is that it's a small nation, you you you're describing the country, its resources that are not bountiful. You're talking about a strong relationship that you have with Coach Tom, and then to be able to. Come and sprinkle your magic, Rideau, you know, in a way that it is going to be impactful. How do you do it within, I guess, your allotted time? Yeah, look, it's, again, it's not about, uh, not about uh, Rideau per se, you know. It's, it's basically what, what, I, what I experienced there was, was teamwork and massive teamwork and belief, you know. Uh, like you say, you're working with, with players that, that have got nothing to lose, so they will give everything for sure. Um, they're looking for a way out, you know, into into the European markets. And yes, there were a few players that are actually playing for for clubs in Europe, mm-hmm. like Hassan Sisse, who's playing for FC Zurich, Musa um, Barrow, that's playing for Bologna in Syria. So the mindset of of these players are different, and I think it it really made my job and and Coach Tom's job really really easy. It was just uh, up to us to to come and install discipline in the trying to get the belief, uh, you know, in the players to say that they can achieve in in Africa and achieving in world football. So, yeah, it's, it's, again, the, 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 the element that really excited me was, was the teamwork, you know, and mm. because of this teamwork, belief actually in the nation, you know. I mean, the number of times we were in Gambia, we were actually met by the president himself. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and uh, you know, always, uh, you know, wishing us good luck and providing... Um, like you say, the country with not a lot of resources, but yet they will use every dollar to to give you that that comfort of booking a a chartered flight or maybe mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you know getting into a camp in Qatar, uh, you know top facilities there. So the country itself really put a lot of effort and trust in the in the people in the federation and and in the players and technical staff. So I think that was one major factor of of the performance yeah. that that Gambia has, yeah. has done, you know, uh, coming out of a tough group uh, in qualification uh, to top the group, and also now in Afghan to actually go to the round of 16. Uh, that's why I say some of the some of the things are unexplainable, Romy, but. I yeah, hear you. I, I guess I guess that's that, that's football. And as you paint that picture that I'm so listening to coming to life in in my mind's eye, I almost feel as if. As South Africa, and forgive me because I might get backlash for this, that we're a little bit, um, I don't want to say ungrateful, but almost taking what it is that we have here for granted because we have everything. Yeah, yeah, look, 100%, um, you know, sometimes we we feel that we are, you know, privileged um, to have it. And like I said, working working outside um, South Africa, you know, and working in those parts of Africa, you really actually you really actually find out to see that you're actually blessed coming mm. from South Africa, mm. you know, mm. um, because like you're saying, the, the infrastructure that we have as South Africa and what they have as, uh, as some of the other countries in Northwest Africa, it's completely different. And um, I guess it's, it's the mindset there. And, 
sometimes it's, it's also a, a negative mindset that we have here. Yeah, yeah. And we've got to change it. I was chatting to our listeners about that yesterday. Like, how far will we go to support a team if we take a look at the next AFCON edition? You know, Bafana Bafana yeah. now not being there at this one. What do you think, though, um, as you analyze, as you look, as you take a look, like you said, at the resources we have right here at home versus when you step outside of the country and realize that other teams are doing far better with a whole lot less what do you think Bafana need to do to be in the next Afghan and not just to be there, to cement their place as kings of the continent? Yeah, look, I think, uh, to be honest, Romy, I think um, South Africa is going to improve. Uh, I have no doubt about that, you know, because we've got the resources, we've got the knowledgeable uh, coaches, we've got the, you know, the expertise as well. I think it's it's just a matter of time where we're going to turn the corner. You know, it hasn't been a a good past couple of years for us, but mm. I think it's it's going to be a time that we that we're going to turn the corner. Um, just my experiences from working outside Africa and in South Africa, um, I noticed that you know the, the the fans and the the management outside South Africa, they they are really passionate. Uh, I'm not saying that we as South Africans are not passionate, but I think they they've got a different type of passion, you know different type of passion to succeed. Yeah, yeah. And because, um, I mean, when, when, when Gambia qualified, um, it was during the pandemic, but if you had seen the streets of Banjul, how full it was, um, it was amazing to see. And um, when we have training sessions in Gambia, to be honest with you, there is five to 10,000 people watching your training. Oh, wow. Where if Bafana trains... Your training? Example, wow. You so when 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 Havana trains, for example, you know it's not like we are even with, without the pandemic. You know, I'm not sure that there was even supporters watching training. Mm-hmm. I've never ever seen that in no. in, in, in in the southern parts of of, of Africa. <laughs> no, I don't but think when it I would be allowed. When I Togo and Gambia, <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, it's about five to ten thousand people watching your training. And they are obviously analyzing and picking their team there as well. So mm, mm. It's, a, it's a good environment, but just the love and the passion that they have for their country. Um, I mean, you have these players that are playing in Europe, that are earning lots of money, that are playing for big clubs in Europe. Correct. But yet when the invitation comes to play for my country for a little amount of money, they're they there. come with, with no questions. Yeah, they come there. and they present the country. I hope that you've got album upon album, whether it's digital or, or living as a coffee book, because I'm sure that the stories and the tales that you've got to tell, I mean, far stretch beyond the time that we have here today. But I hope you do. I hope you capture and savor every single minute, because I think as much as you're saying it's an honor for the players to get a call up, it's a huge honor for them to choose you out of everyone that they could have chosen. Yeah, like, like I said, I was. I was definitely blessed in in that department. You know, um, it was it was a funny situation as well. The first time I came to Togo, um, and even at Gambia, where, where these players are so massive, you know, at their club, yet you have a little South African guy here guiding them from. No, not little, not view. little. <laughs> so yeah, so um, so it was. But one thing about him, they they embrace uh, new methods. They embrace um, you know people from outside and. And to be honest with you, the amount of respect that you get is, is actually massive, massive, massive. And I think that is also one of the 
the elements of, of why the team has obviously done so well. Mm. Um, so how does it work? I know AFCON is still currently underway. Have you stepped out out of uh, the, the, the Gambian team to come back home? Are you still there? Or where are you in the world? Yeah, at the moment I'm back in South Africa um, because obviously sundowns, uh, I'm still contacted with sundowns and uh, I've got the responsibility here to... We are in pre-season at the moment, so the agreement was obviously to, to come in... Uh, season at Sundowns. Mm-hmm. How far do you think Gambia will go? To be honest with you, um, uh, I had an interview before uh, and they asked me the same question and I said, now that Gambia is in the last 16, you know, um, they are such an organized team, Romy, in terms of on the field and discipline. And uh, for me, I think they could pull a Zambia in this competition, you know, mm. being an underdog and maybe going to the semi-final or final. So once you're in the knockout stages, uh, anything can happen. I mean, we've seen an AFCON now, which is known as the underdog AFCON. Correct. We have teams like Comoros that has, that has beat Ghana, etc. So for me, anything can happen. But uh, yeah, I hope, I hope they go as far as we can. Let's hope. Let's hope and watch and see and wait. And as you said, the AFCON of the underdogs. Radar, it's always a pleasure chatting to you. Thank you very much for your time. And I I still want to sit. I still want to sit longer with you. I still want to hear all the tales, both told and untold, you know, uh, about all your trips. It sounds fascinating. No problem, Romy, anytime. <laughs> Thank you so much, Radar Bardin, there chatting to us. Part of the Gambian team, a physical conditioning coach contracted to Sundown. So that is really his full-time job. But with Coach Tom, they've worked together quite a lot. So this is his third AFCON, Botswana, Togo, and then Gambia. But man, it must just be amazing to be a part of a unit. And as he says, training? They come out to support your training? I doubt Coach Bros would allow that here in South Africa. I mean, that those sessions are like gold, but it just speaks to the passion and the fire of the people wanting to see their stars, and then the re, the, the stars who are applying their trade in you know huge leagues coming home to earn not the same amount of money, but just to play for their country. I guess that is worth more than gold. Launching into 2022. 